this is Flix Media Studios, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I would, I typically it would be that way, but I'll, I'll handle that, and then you just hand like cover the, you know what I'm saying? You about, about to do some work, man. You know what I mean? You about to do some work. You know what I mean? Speaking of work, man, welcome to uh, welcome to episode one of From the Sandbox podcast. Yeah. Right here at Flix Media Studios. Very happy to say that, man. Yeah, so this is episode one of From the Sandbox Podcast, man. Y'all know me, man. I've been doing podcasts for a minute, uh, but I'm back with another one, with a different one. This one, this one gonna be dope. This one gonna be uh, one, of, one of the dopest ones I've done, man. Let's get it. I'm Mike Rohn, aka Michael Flix. Y'all know me. Introduce yourself, brother. What's up, man? Welcome to the uh, first episode of From the Sandbox. I'm your boy D. You know, I'm chilling with my cutie right now. We about to chill and do our thing on this little podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I told my dude I want to do a podcast. He was like, well, actually, I, I mentioned it. I mentioned it, like, I want to say almost a year ago. And yeah. you kind of just, like, let it flow. Like, I said it, and you kind of just let it flow. Like, that ain't really my vibe. Um, and then I reshared, recently, I reshared the video when I was talking about me not really showering on the Family Room podcast. And he was like, y'all boys having fun. <laughs> I was like, I'm telling you, bro, you should just do the podcast. And he was like, I'm with it. I'm like, nigga, finally, let's go. Yeah, y'all you know was having what I'm fun, man. Y'all was having fun. You know what I'm saying? We go have fun on this podcast, too, man. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, I ain't even gonna get into all of that. That's, I ain't gonna get into all that. We go have fun on this podcast, too, Let's man. get it, you know let's get it. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's from the sandbox, and we calling it that because that's how long we known each other, man. We, we... And my guy D go back to the sandbox with it, man. Y'all, uh, y'all probably seen on the gram a little bit, you know what I'm saying? After I get done with work and I'm downtown and stuff, we'll go out, grab a drink, or find a little something to do downtown or whatnot. I'm this is dude I'm with every time, man. This is dude I'm with. I don't really, I don't really, I don't really be out like that anyway. But when I am out, this is this is who I'm with. You know what I'm saying? And we go back to what 1990, probably seven. like 96 or seven. 96, 97. Because I moved to Southeast in '93. Probably met you like '96. Yeah, I moved down there when I was in third grade, fourth grade. Mhm. I was second and third. You were third or fourth because you was always a grade ahead of me. Yeah. Fourth grade, yeah. Ninety six, ninety seven. Mhm. That so. Matter of fact, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how we met. Let's let's talk about how we met. So I was already I was already living. I've been living in Southeast at that point. Originally from uh, Long Beach, from the east side of Long Beach. My dad's job moved us to Southeast. Um. I've been living there for three years, and obviously you've been there for three years, and it's, it was a dead-end street, Agua Vista. Mm-hmm. Shout out Agua Vista, man, and everybody lived on Agua Vista back in the 90s, man. <laughs> um, and it was a dead-end street, and so, like, and that was back when you still, like, really, like, knew and kicked it with and hung out with your neighbors in your neighborhood. Like, now you pretty much, like me, I've had a few different apartments since I've been growing in it. Aside from, like, maybe one other person, yeah. I don't really be kicking it with and, like, doing barbecues and hanging out watching the game with my neighbors like that but back in the 90s that's how it was you know what i'm saying so we've been there for three years we know everybody on the street for the most part everybody outside and we had already known miss jones and then you moved on the block and actually um your foster brother was already there and we didn't really like him i forget his name but we didn't tony? really it was tony, tony. Dark, dark tony it was tony and we didn't really like tony yeah. We didn't really like Tony, and then so when you moved in, we we thinking like, and then, and then y'all he introduced y'all in, you introduced yourself to us as his brother, mm-hmm. and so we like man we, we don't really he cool it's not like every time he come on our street we run him off the street but when he came around it was like he, he a little different yeah. you know what I'm saying so we was already giving you that energy you know what I'm saying but then you you know what I'm saying you came with the jokes you was good at football he was kind of like 
I'm gonna just say it. I wouldn't I wouldn't give that energy to people now now that I'm older and I'm an adult and I'm more mature. But back then when you were a kid, when you feel like you more like you, you dress a certain way and you, you play sports and you talk a certain way and then when it's somebody on your block that don't look, talk and act like you, you like, Oh, this nigga's a nerd, this nigga's yeah. a square. <laughs> so that's how we looked at him. And so we figured you was the same, but then you came with the jokes. You was good at football and basketball, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, Oh, he he different, you know what I'm saying? He way different than dude, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> That, that, that was dope, up, man. man. That was dope. What What do you remember about about moving onto the block? So I remember, like, I mean, my family originated from Chicago in the Bay Area. You know, I got said I got family in San Diego too. So I moved to San Diego in what '97 or the Southeast in '97. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, I moved in with my foster mom, Miss Jones. You know what I'm saying? I remember just being nervous to go outside because I didn't really know nobody. She was like, "Take your ass outside." Mm -hmm. I was like, "All right." I went outside. I cut that little corner. I saw y'all playing up the street, and I just tried to come out there and just make my way, you know what I'm saying? We had some fun times, man, from, like, sleepovers, to birthday parties, mm -hmm. playing basketball at uh, MLK, mm -hmm. playing football for VP, two-hand touch in the middle of the street, the queer. Pop. We played a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. man. You Bro, know? Tell, tell me, do you remember this, though? Do you remember stealing silver caps off the nice cars? Yes. To put on our bikes? And putting them on the bikes, yes. Man, that, that was, like... It was notorious for that. And... and, and even back then, like, I knew it was stealing, but I used to look at it like, man, they'd be all right. It ain't like they can't drive the car. Yeah, yeah. It ain't like the air gonna come out the top. Tap in but two, three dollars anyway, man. They can get another cat. <laughs> and it was like, man, when you, like, back then, when you was riding a bike, and first of all, back then, having a bike was like having a car. If you had a bike, you was the dude. You could be anywhere, anywhere in our little, in our little radius, you could be anywhere in a matter of seven minutes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So having a bike was like having a car. And so if you, and then if you got silver caps, it was like you just threw some rims on your car, really. Like silver, you, silver caps and pegs. <laughs> for oh yes, you was in there, the pegs man. for sure, for sure. Hey, you know what? I remember you being good at skateboarding. I was good at skateboarding back in the day. I was actually, I was actually real good. You were. I skateboarded all the way up to like sixth, seventh grade, and I started taking sports a little more seriously, getting ready for high school and I stuff like that. that. I remember you saying so that. I cut actually. the skateboarding off. Just got straight to like football, baseball. I didn't really do too much basketball in high school. I played one year actually. So the first year I actually played, I got cut from my high school team. Basketball they team? Yeah, they cut me. You feel me? Ninth grade, they cut me. You know the dudes that was, was on the team was better than me. You know what I'm saying? But um, they cut me. But I remember going to the coach saying, "Yo, you know what could I do better? So when I try out next year, I can make the squad." He looked at me and was like, "Well, if you work on this, work on that, you know you'll be good." So I kept working. You know he would come to the gym and see me still working. A couple of cats got ineligible and couldn't play. He said, yo, you still trying to play? I said, yeah. So I get into my first game versus Claremont. Boom. What school you playing at? This is when I was at Hoover in ninth grade. Okay. This is before I transferred. Uh, I get my, I get my first my first play. I, I put this on guy, I can't make this up. We had a center named Jesse. Boom, he inbounds it to me at the three. Big just, light skin dude? Yeah, tall yep. light skin. Yep. I chuck, got the mole right here? Yep. Yeah. I chuck it up, backboard, boom, three. I feel like I was AI or something. <laughs> I'm like, yo. So every time we bring the ball down, I bring it down. If I'm open, I'm shooting. I was about one for eight that game before the coach said stop. <laughs> but I had three points my freshman year, baby. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I, outside of outside of getting back on the team, my story is like that too, bro. I tried out for the team my freshman year and got cut. Yeah. Basketball? But, yep. Got cut from, uh, from the basketball team freshman year. But I got cut because... The coach felt like I had a bad attitude. He was one of them super old school coaches that was like, 
gonna run you, run you, run you until your tongue hanging out, and mm. then he gonna start practice to see who really, really want to play. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I call myself trying to be a leader. I feel like I'm one of the. There was this white boy named uh, Patrick. He was our point guard in, in middle school, and he was also trying to like Steph was in the same grade as me, but Steph was trying out for JV. Steph was like, nah, wait, so I'm better than these niggas. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. out for JV. But I was like, freshman team is, is where I got to be this year, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I knew, I felt like I was the second best point guard out there, but I felt like if I play as hard as I can, because Patrick, he tried to play kind of cool sometimes. So I was, I'm thinking, like, if I play as hard as I can and then show that I'm a leader, I'm going to look like the best point guard out here, you know what I'm saying? Even though skill-wise, I'm really not. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, well, it's one dude named Kentrell. Shout out to the homie. I remember Kentrell. Yeah, I was about to say. He's been about the gym and shit with us too. Yeah. Shout out to the homie Kentrell. We run in line and our co coach, Carl, he was crazy. Like, he was one of them dudes that like, he gonna tell you to run five suicides, but if somebody don't touch the line, it's double now. So now we got 10. He was one of them type of crazy coaches, you know what I'm saying? And Kentrell didn't touch the line. And I called myself trying to be a leader and holding him accountable. I'm like, Kentrell, touch the line, bro. He's like, I did. I'm like, no, you didn't. Stop lying. Thinking like, that's how it was like out here when I lived out. And granted, granted, this is in Escondido, but out here, like when you're the captain of the team, that's that's how you talk to your teammates. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The coach didn't like that. He felt like I had a bad attitude. And this is back when you he posting a list of who made the team up on the window at the gym. And so the next day, you got to go up there and look in front of everybody. And I didn't see my name. And it was it was one of them. And you know what? He, I know he, that feeling. He told me. He told me like one of them things that like it probably would happen for you how he seen you working and like let you come be back on the team. He asked me if I wanted to like be equipment manager, if I wanted to yeah, hang, nah, yeah, to or, or if I wanted to hang out and still practice but not playing the games. Nah. I was like, nah, I'm cool. Right. But I'm thinking like when you said that, I'm thinking like, you know what? If I'd have just stayed and hung out, he probably would have been like, you know what? Let me get this dude a jersey and see what he got. You know what I'm saying? But. So this is about the pride line. Right, okay, right. I didn't cut the team. He's gonna see me in the gym being the water boy. Right. And at the time, is that what you tried out for, Mike, the water boy? And at the time, the coach never told me that he cut me because of my attitude. Remember, I said Steph played JV. The freshman coach told the JV coach why he cut me. Because mm. the coach was looking at it like you cut Mike. Like his brother, I'm, his brother might start for me on JV. Like why Mike didn't make the team? He got bad attitude. I don't like his attitude. I didn't find that out until like midway through the season. I was like, that's why you cut me? See, well, I was I like, that made sense because I knew I was better than these niggas. But I honestly don't think that's having a bad attitude. I think that's somebody stepping up being a leader. You want that out of somebody on your team. I told him to shut up, though. I said, shut up, stop lying. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's probably not the way to go about oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it. If I'd have yeah. been like, bro, touch the line. If I'd have just, you know what I'm saying? It might have it might have looked to be received a little Sometimes, bit sometimes the words can, 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 can alter things and make it sound worse than they is. For sure. For sure. For sure, but yeah, so yeah, man, we go way back, man. Way, what's that? What's that, 96, 2006? Almost 20, almost 20 years now, man. Yeah, man, we've been, we've been rocking years. for a minute. Bro. Over 20 years, 2016, like 25, 26 years now. 25, 26 years now. That's crazy. Long time. That's crazy, that's crazy. We, uh, we, got, we got disconnected a couple times and then reconnected because I remember um, for a long time, um, we hadn't spoke for years. Cause we moved out to Escondido when I was in sixth grade, mm -hmm. so you were in seventh grade. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we spoke again until my freshman year, my freshman year in high school. Cause I remember you came out. I forget why, but I remember you came out and stayed a couple of days uh, during the week with us. Yeah. And you came to school. And you were like coming to my classes with me. Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. I remember that. And they came and got us. And I remember I knew it was gonna be cool because I had I go. I guess I should. He's still a teacher. I guess I shouldn't say his name and air him out. But I had a hella cool math teacher, and I knew that like. 
I knew it wouldn't be an issue if I brought you to his class. You know what I'm saying? And so I brought you in there, and I remember, <laughs> and I remember I was about to tell him like, "Oh, this is my cousin. He's just in town. Like he didn't want to stay home, so he came to school. He was gonna let us rock." Um, but I remember you was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a new student." Like before I got a chance to say anything, you was like, "I'm a new student," and I was like. I remember he just looked at me like, fam, I get a roster every day. Like I, I know this nigga's not. He just said that to me the next day. He was like, you know you could have just told me the truth. I would have let him hang out. Yeah, He still let you hang out, but he told me the next day, like, like that was stupid. Like, why yeah, you It was fun me? walking around campus. It was some honeys. Shout out to Orange Glen High School. <laughs> there was some honeys back there. Right, shout out to all y'all. y'all I was about to say, all my homegirls was on you. I ain't gonna say no name there. There's, there's like, one specific yo. name, but I ain't gonna say it. I think she was like the flash girl in the school. What's her name? I ain't gonna say her name. Say her name. Yeah. I believe you. It won't, it won't make the show. I believe you. Uh, Joy. <laughs> Joy was the flyest one in the school. You can keep this shit. Fuck it. She was the flyest one in the school, man. She's married now. I heard. Got a kid. Mm -hmm. I heard. Mm -hmm. Married and got a kid. Yep. 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 But yeah, man, we back rocking now, man. We doing a podcast. What you about? Let's jump. Let's jump into. Uh, let's jump into some of these topics, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. You see the fight? I didn't see the fight. I was busy that night doing something, but uh, I saw the highlights and, and what what occurred. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like Jake Paul getting knocked through them ropes mm -hmm. and almost falling out. He almost fell through the ropes. Yeah. He almost fell through the ropes, and that that would have to count as a knockdown, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then, I'm like, go ahead, go ahead. And the crazy part about that, it wasn't even a chin shot. It was just over the head, mm -hmm. to the back of the head. Mm -hmm. But I guess when you come in with that much power, that'll, that'll do it to you. And see, man, I watched the, um, you know, you got to be quick. Like, quick after the fight, somebody will throw the whole fight up on YouTube before the, the powers that be get a chance to take it down. So I ended up did, I actually watched, I didn't order the pay-per-view, but I watched the whole fight on YouTube. And I tried to go back to it the next day, and it got taken down. Damn. And so I watched the whole fight, um, but... I, it, it was boring. The fight was boring, in my opinion. Um, but I, I, I feel like uh, what's his name? What's his name? Jay Paul. Not other dude. Tyron Willie. Tyron Willie. I feel like he didn't deserve to win, man. Nah. Nah, cause he he clocked him, and he didn't like he didn't go in the fight. Anytime you ever seen like, and especially when it's something where like it was Floyd against Conor McGregor, or. You know what I'm saying? Any type of fight where it was like an obvious mismatch, and even even when Floyd hit uh, hit Logan Paul yeah. with, with a good one, he went at him and tried to end the fight, but he was just too much smaller than him to really put him down. You know what I'm saying? Anytime I ever seen a fighter land a shot like that, they try to jump on him and try to end the fight. Yeah. He didn't do that, and I'm like, what you what you waiting on? But I also watched the face off, and in the face off, they asked him like, what what what's your you know what I'm saying? What's your assessment of Jake? And he was like, you got a strong right hand. I'll give him that. You got a strong right hand. And so I'm thinking maybe he didn't want to walk into that right and get put there. So I was going to say, sometimes you just don't want to rock up and walk up on like that. Because sometimes somebody will be faking. Like, i seen a UFC fight, right? Mm -hmm. Where this dude got kicked. Kicked in the ribs. Or kicked in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the ribs. Who acting like he was hurt. He started limping like this. As soon as dude came close to finishing, boom, knocked him out. i seen that. You know what I'm saying? I so you got to be careful because, you know, some of these cats is faking out here. but. I don't know. I think it was more about size. You look at Jake Paul; he's way bigger than Tyron Woodley. Mm -hmm. So it could have been size and power that he had on the side that he was like, "I just gonna run up on that white boy like that." He kind of yoky. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the the over the head shot was clean. It sent him on his way. Is I was just like I didn't really get into boxing really. Like my dad was always a big boxing fan, and so whenever he would go with his friends to watch a fight party, I would go. But I was really going to kick it with my friends. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I wasn't really big into the fight. Like I would be big into the NBA Finals game, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, so I didn't really get into uh, boxing until like maybe like 2009, mm. 2010. But now, and I was like, oh, this is dope. I'm, I'm learning more about it, like different fighters and all of that. But now it just, I don't know. It's just that like, I'm, I'm turned off by the, by how the, the the Paul brothers have have the have have the sport turned up. Like I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not like into it. boxing either. I don't follow it. I'm more of like a, when the fights there that night. I'm gonna watch it mm-hmm. just to, just to watch some entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But UFC, I actually follow UFC. And you know what? I can't even really say. Sorry, I got some kind of thorn or something in my leg. I can't even really say I was a a, a, a fight a boxing fan really because I was really just a Floyd fan. Yeah. Like I seen that first the first time I seen Floyd fight in either 08 or 09 and what it was, and I was like, yo, same here. That same is here. beautiful to watch, bro. Same and I was here. like, every time this nigga fights. I'm watching. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I guess I can't even really say. But actually, I started getting more into other boxers, into the whole sport of it. I got into the sport of it because of Floyd, because of how technically mm-hmm. amazing he is. The and defense. So, Wait, right. got that defense. So I got into learning more about the technique of it and what the, the, the names of different things are and, and different fighter styles. But even still, it wasn't like two other random niggas fighting, I gotta watch this fight too. It was like, you know, I'm gonna watch the, I'm gonna watch all the undercard, but it's gonna be only the Floyd fight. You know what I'm saying, so. And it ain't, it, there's nobody that like, that I watch now, that I look at now, that makes me like, of course, like Floyd's the GOAT. Like, ain't nobody that's like, mm-hmm. saying like, oh, you know what, ain't nobody made me feel how MJ felt. It's like, of course. <laughs> but actually, you know what? Floyd is the GOAT. Javante, what's his name? Javante Davis? Wilder. No. This a little short, light-skinned guy. I like him. Oh, you talking about Davis? I like him. Light-skinned cat. Yeah. Yeah. I like nice. him. Nice. He, he fight on Floyd's Floyd team. He, yeah. He gets busy. Yeah. I like him. They a said lot. he rocked Floyd in, uh, in Spars one time. Yeah. With a clean left. Sent him. I believe it. Yeah, you see what he did to the other boy? Yeah. I believe it. He's dangerous. He is. He's nasty. Dangerous. I wouldn't want to get in the ring with him. He da- Hell no. Never. Hell no. Nah. And see, I've said this a few times before, bro. Like, I really, I, I really want to box. I really, really. And I've, I've gone to a few gyms when I was in LA. I like my, my cousin boxes, and he is nice with it. He did oh, He yeah? knocked out like all the, the, like out in LA. Like everybody used to come to his gym, and then they even did like a little thing where they had like, like the gang members was coming in. And granted, like he knows how to fight, mm-hmm. but like the like niggas, like real like. Hood niggas that you think like you get in there and wash him and he he put them down like <laughs> cuz got hands. Like, Street fighting and boxing is two different things. Different, you know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, he showed me some things. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then after that, you know what I'm saying? I was I went to a few gyms like with my girl, with a, with you know what I'm saying a few homies a few times and every like literally every gym I've gone to, um, a trainer's been like, yo, you 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 pretty nice, like you pretty good at what you're doing, bro. You should you should come back and like make this a thing. But every time I just can't help but feel like like they 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 just like trying to gas me for my money, you know what I'm saying? They like just keep coming back, keep paying me, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing about life, bro. When you offer you the never know until you try it. You offer the opportunity where you get to do something great and be something different. You gotta take it to see what it is. You never know that could be your thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you was meant to be a boxer. Maybe. And you just ain't tried your whole life. It's funny, Steph and Jesse always called me a brawler. They always said they always called me a brawler. Yo, you ever had any moments like that where it was like somebody offered you something and you was like, you know what? I gotta seize this opportunity and end up being something really beneficial for you. Said, have I? Uh, Cause I mean you're a barber. How'd you become a barber? Good question. Okay, so I became a barber just because, you know, as as, as I got into like middle school, high school, you know what I'm saying, I started really 
worrying about my appearance, you know what I'm saying? So I would always brush. You know how we used to do with the waves, the do yeah. You know how we used to do it, man. Yeah, everybody, let, let me say that before you keep going. Everybody was trying to keep their hair nice, but Dre was one of them niggas that was extra. <laughs> he was like, yo, the, the wave cap is staying on until I step out the car. 360. I'm, I'm, hitting, I'm hitting my brush for 30 <laughs> minutes before I go to sleep. Like, Dre was serious about it. You know what I'm man. saying? And the way, they was always dipping. I give you that. They was dipping. Shout out Sporting Waves, man. <laughs> Facts. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, I always uh, wanted to keep myself really cut cut nice and clean. But my auntie and my uncle, they couldn't afford to give me $20 every week for a haircut. So I did some things, you know, so I learned, you know, I, I shot some dice. I sold a little bit of this, a little bit of that in high school, you know, to get my money up. Actually, my auntie, <laughs> she going to laugh when she see this. So I go to school one day and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I get a call from my auntie, like, yo, like, what is this underneath your bed? I'm like, what you talking about? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's actually the first person to find my stash, my stash of weed. You know what I'm saying? That's how she figured out and knew I was selling selling drugs out of her house. But anyways, I used that money to give me some clippers and I start practicing on myself. Practicing on, you know, like my, my little cousin stuff. Only during the summertime when we, when we didn't have school. I wanted to send the school messed up. So once I got kind of good, you know, people would like start asking, like, yo, who cut you up? I'm like, me? They're like, nah. I'm like, yeah. They say, oh, I pay for that. I'm like, really? And that's how I just started cutting, boom, boom. But how I really just became a barber was, so after I left San Diego, I moved back to the Bay Area, you know, my dad, with my dad's side of the family. You know, daddy how doing this thing. How old you moved? Uh, this was right after high school. Say so like 18. 18, 19. Okay. okay. 18, 19, I went back up to the Bay. And uh, What high school did you graduate from? I don't, I, don't even, I don't even think I know that. I graduated from San Diego High. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. The cave. My bad, go ahead. So, uh. Um, moved to the Bay at 18. Yeah, moved to the Bay at 18. Went, went back to the Bay at 18. Right. Um. I was doing my thing, you know, doing my little straight thing, having fun, you know, trying to be trying to be a thug, trying to be a goon, trying to stick niggas up. Just trying to do a lot of shit. We were just doing some bad shit. You know what I'm saying? If you ever lived in Oakland or San Francisco, you know how it is out there. Um. I actually caught a case, you know what I'm saying, where I went to jail for a little while. Not prison, just the county. I got out, I fought my case, they gave me like seven years of probation, they said I need to go to school and find a trade, find something to do, da 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 So I went through this program in Berkeley, they actually paid my grant for me to go to barber school. So I didn't want to go to college, you know, do school work, like that was never my thing, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, But I went through barber school, I finished that, and, and boom, you know, I'm legal now. That's dope. I never, I never got the whole story. I, I, I just assumed it. I never heard that, that that's how the start came. Yeah. But I assumed that you just got nice cutting your own hair and then started cutting other people's yeah, hair. Yeah, I messed up my hair a lot of times before I gave it that golden one. But once I did it, I knew it. I was like, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Stepped outside. That would have been good since then. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. That was, I mean, I, I, I can't really say that was my story as far as like being a cameraman, like being a photographer. I don't really I've told different like variations of how I started like as a cameraman but the real story is I was writing short films and I wanted to make I'm sorry I was writing short stories I wanted to be a short film and um, at the time my 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 girl was taking she was um, doing like product shots for different like black owned hair care products Mm -hmm. because she has natural hair and so she wanted like a camera, like a really, really nice camera to take the pictures with. And she bought that camera and I was like, well, I could use this camera to like shoot my short film. And so that's really like, but I needed to practice. And so I just started like going to the, to the high school basketball games and like find a little different, different ways to practice. So that, that was really, that was really how I got my start now. 
It turned into all of this for real. Hey, shout out to the kid. He do his thing with the camera, man. From the station to the Drew League, man, to photo shoots for me, because I do music too. You know what I'm saying? Photo shoots for me, like, he, he, he doing his thing, man. Man. Aww. I shouldn't tell it on here. You said the Drew League and it made me a thought of a... Actually, I told that I told you that story at your house. The little situation I had when I was walking outside at the Drew League. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I shouldn't I shouldn't tell that on here. The Drew League is all about positivity. And I was... Uh... Anyway, <laughs> so let's keep it moving. Um, actually, you know what? Why I meant to, I meant to uh, keep talking about sports when he was talking about uh, Jake Paul and all of that. Did you see... Uh... Oh, yeah, you, you're a Warriors fan. I was about to say the uh, Lakers. We got Rondo back, man. Not worried about it. You should be. Not worried about you it. Should be. We got Dwight and Rondo back, and we got Carmelo, and we got shooters. Y'all, <laughs> league of be in trouble, man. Oh no, league of man. Be in trouble. League of be in trouble. Warriors gonna be straight though. Y'all getting Clay back? Getting that boy back. You know what I'm saying? Wiseman gonna be a year better. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna be all right. Y'all not gonna be as good as us. Y'all had y'all run. You know what I'm saying? Y'all had y'all dynasty. Oh no, I feel like y'all had y'all too because you gotta deal with a lot of health issues. LeBron's out. AD still young. AD is out. His ankles. His ankles only got about two more twists before that shit tear. <laughs> he he he's rolling on a not flat tire, but it's almost flat. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I mean, I ain't nothing. Once he goes it. down, that's a difference maker. It is. That's a difference maker, especially if we bring somebody like Wiseman to town. Like mm. y'all ain't got AD. Oh my god. AD gonna be alright. Oh, AD gonna be alright. Hopefully, I think, I think, and I hope that he's heard everybody. Calling him soft and calling him fragile. <laughs> so that go. him wanting to prove everybody wrong, and then that coupled with him being teammates with LeBron and how much money LeBron spends on his body and how well he takes care of his body, I'm thinking those two things together will make him be like, you know what, I'm like, you know, I'm saying I'm gonna yoke up a little bit, I'm gonna get a little bit more sturdy, because I'm like, bro, like what? It's obvious that he, he tried to add something every summer and get better every summer, but it's like, fam, you need to add some some something to your frame every summer is what it seemed like because he keep getting hurt. And at this point, it's like you can do everything now. You can score from all three levels. You can handle the ball. You've been dunking on niggas. His three-point ball came along. You know what I'm saying? You can do everything now. Now it's time to get sturdy. Shit, and I got nothing but love for Eddie, you know what I'm saying? He played for my favorite college, for my favorite college team, Kentucky. Right. Basketball, as far as basketball. You know, football is Oregon. Basketball is Kentucky, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I got number love for him, but he's, like you said, he's fragile, man. Mm-hmm. One bump, uh, he's done. Bro, he said he's Oregon, done. it made me think. Did you see the kid from Oregon? I'm sorry, the kid from Lincoln about to announce his, his college. Oh, yeah, he coming da- to the O. And his dad ruined it? Coming to the O, I didn't see that. You didn't see that? Oh. No. Yeah, bro, so they got, they got Oregon. I forget all the all the teams but they got like you know the papers they got like the team logo on there yeah he got the oregon one say you got the usc and the ucla san diego state he got all the different teams on the table right and so they going around talking they you know paul rudy talking to the coach he's like yeah has there ever been a player from lincoln that's been offered to go to oregon and turned it down the coach talking you know what i'm saying they talk to they talk to a teammate this and that and they go to the dad the dad is like oh yeah he's a he's a good kid Lazy, but he's a good kid. Cracking jokes, trying to be funny for TV, and that's cool. He made the whole crowd laugh. He said he's a good kid, lazy, but he's a good kid, and um, and uh, I know he's gonna represent Oregon well. He, the kid hasn't announced where he's about to go yet. Everybody's waiting for him to say. Damn. And I know he's gonna represent Oregon well. He, oh, <laughs> he cried his eyes. Oh, damn! Come on, pop. Bro, he got picked up by Sports Center. Sports Center posted it on their Instagram. No. Bro. Yeah, bro. Oh. Yeah, bro. <laughs> 
Bro, that's something my dad would have did. That's something my dad would have did for sure. Yeah, he's gonna be a good. He only be a good player for us, man. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be real solid. I can't wait. He's the uh, second guy. It's two. It's two players from. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, both of the Jalils from Lincoln. They both won to Oregon. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice. You see. Um, okay. I'm happy, man. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Before we leave sports, I want to talk about because we went downtown last Thursday after I got done with work. Oh yeah, let's talk about and it. We was down there. Um, and this was the last game of the Padres-Dodgers series. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure everybody knows, but if you don't know, you know, Padres-Dodgers, that's a big baseball rivalry. You know what I mean? That's like the – it's, it's, it's a sport. You know what a sports rivalry is. Um, and we downtown. And so right when we park, um, and obviously the Petco Park where the Padres play is downtown. We're downtown finishing our work. We're going to grab a drink, right? So I'm going to uh, – we park the car. And we jump out, and it's mad, this mad Dodgers jerseys walking into the oh, park. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Mad Dodgers jerseys, and I, and you were genuinely asking, you was like, "What's up, y'all? Swept them?" Because you keep up. With, you're a Giants fan. You're a big baseball fan. Like you keep up with. I keep up with, with NBA. That's it. Yeah. A little bit of college because I, I was coaching high school, and some of the kids that I coach are in college and want to see if they want to go pro. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But and. I a couple guys that play for San Diego State. I got a few friends that play college, so I watch it loosely. But I really follow the NBA. But you're asking, like, yo, y'all finished the sweep? This and that. They're like, yeah. And so we've been in the corner, and now we, like, in the middle of downtown now. And then, so it's jerseys everywhere, all different colored Padres jerseys, all the blue and white Dodger jerseys. And for me, I just, for number one, I've never been to a sports rivalry game. I've, I've been to a, a, a handful, more than a handful. I've been to a bunch of Padres games growing up in San Diego in my life. Never been to a Chargers game. Never been to an NFL game in my life. Been to a bunch of Clippers games. But I've never been to a rivalry sporting event. Professional. High school for sure, obviously, but professional. And, and I still haven't. But to be downtown after one finished up and just to see, you know, people in line waiting behind us, talking, arguing back and forth and just doing the whole thing, it was dope, bro. It made me want to, like, I, w- I wouldn't mind just going hanging out downtown after every Padres Dodgers series. Tell me, especially if the Padres lose, that's like the best time to be downtown. Like when they lose, man, those fans they just get drunk. You know what I mean? So they, they bring out all the Padres girls. Shout out to y'all. The Dodger girls is out there too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I, I mean, I had a field day. It was fun. I was talking my giant shit. You know, when you in first place, you could talk that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? So my team has been in first place for like the past three months. Yeah, we just lost last night by what two points in a close game in like the ninth inning, but I mean you know we'll bounce back from that. But as far as like rivalries, I've been there. The last game the Chargers and the Raiders played, I went to that. And that shit was lit. You know what I'm saying? There was so many people at that game. The atmosphere was fun. This is back when we had like Amari Cooper, Khalil Mack, and all them dudes. It was popping. Loved it. Um. I guess we can do a little, a little <clears throat> behind the scenes talk on camera. Um, so we gonna, obviously, I mean, we already said it, the podcast is going to be called from the sandbox. But I want to incorporate our jobs, like what we do, how we make money into the podcast somehow. Okay. Like I'm going to come in here, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's just you coming in here and talking about like how your week was at the chair, if you had like a crazy a client come in with like some crazy story to tell you or like some crazy haircut that you did or or maybe something that was hard just any story oh, that I you got, got from, stories all day ex- that shit, exactly because you were different people every day you know what i'm saying and, and 
I, I got mad different clients, you know what I'm saying? And I'm always in different spaces, in different gyms, seeing different parents doing different things. And you know what I'm saying? So I just want to incorporate that somehow, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it's going to be, I know I got to just from covering high school sports, I know I do have a small, you know what I'm saying, high school audience, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You never know like who's watching if somebody wanna be a barber, if somebody wanna be a photographer, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They might you know what I'm saying, they might, you know, pick up something that we that we drop off, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely wanna incorporate our jobs into it somehow. But, you know what I mean? But I'm down. And then also we gonna um we gonna hit up my girl uh Raquel Rome. The the the, the artwork, the the artwork page that I sent you, her name is Raquel Rome, same last name, just just met her on Instagram. No relation? No relation. Wow. Everybody be saying that too, because I shouted her out like crazy on my on my sports show, everybody. Was, and I said like no relation. Everybody was like, "Fam, I never met nobody named Ron until I met your Me family. neither. And you I guys are still the only people with that last name that I know. Mm -hmm. She's the only person that I've actually I've seen. Like there's Sylvia Ron in the music industry. Um, there's different like different Rones that I've seen. Like of course, like if you Google your name or something, but I've never met anyone with the same last name as me until I met her. Mm. But anyway, we gonna hit her up and we gonna we gonna fill this whole wall with with artwork from her. So. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna really we're gonna have a lot of fun with this podcast, man. We're gonna yeah. have a lot of fun. It's gonna drop. It's gonna drop every week. The audio is gonna be on uh, SoundCloud and on Spotify. Oh yeah. Um yeah, yeah. SoundCloud and on Spotify. And then the video is gonna be on YouTube. And just like I do with every other um piece of content that I make, I'm gonna, you know, chop up little clips and and and, and put them on Instagram. So we're gonna we're gonna do that too. You know what I'm saying? But uh I guess I guess we could uh I guess we could steal an idea from what we used to do on uh, uh what we used to do on, on Family Room podcast because we've known each other for so long. Um, what's one of your um like favorite or like wildest memories growing up uh, that involved the two of us? Even if there was more people in it, even if it don't really have to do with me, but I just maybe it had to do with you and Steph or you and Adam, but I just happened to be there. But just any anything from that, like when the two of us were there. So some of my wildest, well, one of my one of my wildest memories. Uh, <laughs> so there's just one time. I don't know why. I just woke up. It was a regular day. I'm telling niggas, oh, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We go to school. We get off. We come back home. Oh man! Y'all come to my house knocking, <laughs> talking about yo. I just you know, birthday. He said he having a party. My father wanna look at me and say, "Ain't this boy's birthday?" His birthday ain't till August. His birthday ain't till August. Oh man, it was like May or something. Didn't your like mom that. like give me a cake or something, or bro? A gift? Yeah, bro. She sent us down there with a card and a gift, bro. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> came back, my mom was like, "What? It ain't his birthday." What you mean it ain't his birthday? I was like, Miss John said it ain't his birthday. That's that's one of my wildest. See, the other the the, the other wildest wildest one. It's like, we're going to do this every week, so you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you can tell whatever you want to say, but I'm saying yeah. we're going to do this every week, though. But go ahead. Okay. But go ahead. So my, 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 actually, my deepest, wildest, wildest one, man, y'all might laugh. I mean, it's funny to me to this day. But there was one occasion where I came home, right, my foster mom was gone. I had to take a crap like a mug. You know what I'm saying? I forgot about that. Adam went up me in this house. I, I don't even think I knew Adam that good, really. <laughs> You did it. Y'all never, I mean, y'all never really had an issue, but y'all never really, like, got close like that, like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I hit up the block right in front of these niggas' house right here. No, it was in front of Butch's house. Butch's house. It was in front, front of Butch's front house. Of the tree. Right in front of the tree. I had nowhere to use the bathroom. I couldn't hold it. You got to be in this position to understand. Okay? 
I couldn't hold it. I had to let it out. So I took a squat right there on the curve like a damn dog and just took a dump right there on the grass. Right there. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm walking up the street pulling my pants up. <laughs> this nigga Adam looking at me talking about, Ugh. <laughs> This nigga talking about, Ugh. You nasty. I was like, hey, you gotta go, you gotta go, pimp. And then I was on the block because the nigga took the shit in front of the house. But, hey, when you gotta go, you gotta go, fam. I was about to say, like you said, man, when you gotta go, you gotta go. You gotta be in that situation at that point in time to see what I did there. If I could have held it, I would have held the shit. I couldn't hold it. Mm. It was something in them school lunches, man. Something in them school lunches. You know what? When you say the school lunches, bro, um, I was just telling, I telling my girl, I was just telling somebody not too long ago, bro, those school lunches are why I'm so, I mean, like, I'm a Roan. We're, we're thin, skinny people. But, or why I'm so skinny, bro. Because, like, both my brothers got, like, size on them. But, like, in school, like, elementary school, middle school. Well, no, middle school, we got money to, like, buy, like, pizza and breadsticks if we wanted. But, like, in elementary school, all coming up, bro, if I didn't like whatever came out of the cafeteria, I just didn't eat that day, bro. Like, straight up. I wouldn't try to, like, and some kids like, oh, I'll trade you this for that, da-da-da-da. I would go through the line, like, literally, bro, like, literally, a lot of the times, too, because, you know, if, if you, especially for us, we got the, the free reduced lunch, you know what I'm saying? We <laughs> punch in the number. I, I would literally know what know what it is, punch in my number, grab the tray, drink the chocolate milk, dump the food, drink the chocolate milk, eat the applesauce, and just dump the food. If I, if I didn't like it, I just wouldn't eat it. And it was a lot of stuff I didn't like, bro. Yeah, there was a lot of bad shit up there, like, I mean, besides, like, the peanut butter and jelly jam crackers, that was solid. And, bro, it was a lot of, like... To the point where, like, if I didn't like the smell, I wouldn't even try it. The wouldn't even try it. The pizza used to be foul. I, I never ate the pizza, and they used to give it out every Friday. So I pretty much all, pretty much damn near all elementary school, I didn't eat lunch on Fridays because I didn't like the pizza. Damn, I couldn't did it. And I remember all my friends, oh, the pizza. I used to be like, y'all really be thick ass cheese and that. I did not. Hey, shout out to Valencia Park, man. I wish my son could go to Valencia Park for real. VP, because my, my son's. Oh, that's that's something I can get into, man. Uh, how did you deal with that first that first day of school, man? That that first your daughter's first day of school, or like you know what I'm saying? Cause my son's starting school, man, and I'm one of them parents that's like, I don't I don't over worry, but I do worry up to the point where I'm about to over worry. You know what I'm saying? And Baron's starting school soon, and and I only worry as much as I do really because like Baron is he's he's different. Like my son, my son is different. Like he he responds to things differently. He he's just different, man. And yeah. I know like once like his babysitter loves him to death. Like he can't do no wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it, you gotta like be around him and understand him to get to that point. And I know a lot of the times in public school, a kid and especially a, a, a black kid. If you can't sit down and be quiet when they say, or you rock the boat a little bit, they're gonna just, he's interrupting other people's ability to to, yeah. to, to learn, and they just send you to the other room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm a little, I mean, granted it's only kindergarten, you know what I'm saying? But I know once they put that label on you, it follows you throughout your entire academic career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm a little, I don't know, I'm just a little leery about stuff, man. I know, I'm, I, like I said, I know I'm probably over worrying, but 
Um, how did you? I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying you would have had those same issues or concerns. But how did you? How did you deal with the, that, that first day of school? Like leading up to that first day of school. I mean, that first day, I was. I was. Uh, how old is your daughter? She's eight. She's eight. Okay. Yeah. That first day of school, you know, I remember her getting dressed. Her, she was actually happy to go to school because she's actually a real brainiac. She's actually for her age. She's reading at like a higher level. She's real quick with math. She's the person that's gonna raise her hand, give you the answer. I know it. And everything in her class, she's like top grade, awards, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't worried about the learning part, but she interacts a lot. But I was worried about stuff like kids trying to bully her because she's a real soft person. She's soft-spoken. She would like, before she fights you, she'd rather talk and say, let's just be friends. That's just her personality. She's not going to want to fight you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was worried about kids trying to bully her. And then we eventually started having those problems where kids would see the easy target. She's not fighting back. They would try to bully her, call her names, you know, do all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? They even had like a little white boy in the class call her the N-word one time. Yeah. You got to remember, they go to school in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Granite Hills. Mm-hmm. So, um, we had that happen. And then it came a point to where she was like, well, if I'm not going to do nothing, I'm going to tell my brother. So, my stepson started responding. And he started, you know, <laughs> defending the family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're going to mess with my sister, I'm going to mess with you. Mm-hmm. So, he was getting sent home a lot. But for stuff like that, you're not, in, 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 in my house, you're not in trouble for that. You was defending your sister? I'm going to slap you five. Right, Buy you right. some ice cream. I was about to say, I might even give you some money. But you feel me? Play your video game. Right. But if you're just going to school starting stuff for no reason and you're always the issue, then that's going to be a problem for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, you know, school, it's fun. You know, eventually, you know, after a while, they'd be home so much, you'd be happy going to school. Like, yes, you got school in the morning. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I get a break. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, as days you start to miss, like, man, I can't wait till she get out of school so I can give her a hug. You know what I'm saying? I can see her. And I know that's exactly how I'm going to be, too, because I'm that, like, I was just thinking about that over the weekend. I was like, man, when Baron starts school, and it's just me and Max, I'm going to really be able to bust some moves. Like, I'm going to be able to get up to the radio station, like, you know, like, pre-record some drops and, like, get, get a bunch of work done because Baron, like, he need to be, you, you, he, need, he need interaction, you know what I'm saying, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And Max, you could just kind of, you know, give him, give him a little toy or give him a book, and he can kind of rock out, you know what I'm saying, so... I know I'm gonna miss Baron because I miss him. Like I drop him off at the babysitter, and miss him ten minutes later. But I know I'm gonna miss him while we at school. But I'm looking forward to because you know I'm gonna stay at home dad. I'm with both my kids during the day, and I don't I only break out to like create content and be a cameraman. I only do that at night. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I'm looking forward to having more freedom during the day. But I know I'm gonna miss him, and and I do I do worry about the bullying thing too. I'm not the kid that I'm not the parent that's like. I'm not like a helicopter parent. I don't gotta hover and be right there and, and, and do everything, but um, Baron doesn't always communicate everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I, don't, I, would, I would hate for there to be a time, maybe I shouldn't even speak it into existence. I would hate for there to, to, to be a time when like something happened at, and, and he doesn't come home and, and tell you about, about it. it. But actually, I was just about to say though, he's gotten a lot better with that. He's gotten a lot better with that. His language has gotten a lot better. His communication has gotten a lot better. But that's good. But I'm just, you know, what I'm saying, just being a, a, a overly concerned parent. That's all. But I'm looking forward to him going to school. He'll be going to school in Southeast. I want him to go to Valencia Park, but we don't, we don't have an address that. But that's the thing. He's going to the school right down the street from the VP. He's going to, uh, I, I ain't looking. Well, he's going to school right down the street from. Him. He's going to Nye. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, I'm going to Nye? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, everybody has that reaction. Like, oh, damn, Nye, that's a really good school. Everybody has that reaction. Nah, you going to Nye. Send that boy to VP. I wanted them to, man, but we don't have we. They do it by address. Yeah, so. Not going to be able to go to VP. 
B was dope, man. I went there. Kindergarten through fifth, man. man. B, that was the school. 90s was fun, bro. Mm-hmm. 90s, you could play outside, ride your bike with your boys, mm-hmm. leave your house unlocked. Wouldn't nobody come and mess with you. It was mm-hmm. cool, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of things have changed since then, man. And I, t- I tell people all the time, man, like, I just feel like life was slower. And granted, I was, I was a kid and I didn't have priorities. So, of course, I feel like life is slower. You know what I'm saying? But I just felt like like time moved slower back then. It felt like the summer was like, that first day back to school, you felt like, damn, I ain't been here in a year, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? And now, like, I, I used to work before another school program, and now I was like, you get back to the school, you be like, damn, I look, you feel like summer went long enough, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like in the 90s, like, anybody that you knew that was in high school that was like, I'm gonna go get a, a, a work permit and go get a job, they got, they just got a permit and got a job. You know what I'm saying? And now, like, it's dumb hard like jobs are scarce out here you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i yeah i 100 agree with you the 90s was a, a much better and a much finer and simpler time for sure because we would just go to sleep wake up boom play outside all day in the summertime you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. sun up to sunday on basketball for like an hour smear the queer tag hide and go get it we used to play a lot knock knock zoom zoom mm-hmm. there was a lot of stuff we played that we did fam when what was her name Dominique light skin dark skin so I remember Stefan had light skin and you had the other one I had Coco no 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 I dated Coco you had Coco? I must have dated her after you did. Yeah, we must have switched in I, did, I, did, I didn't I know Coco, yeah. I remember Dominique because both of those Dominique's like Stefan remember? yep the skinny, skinny black one and the light skin with yeah. the, with the, uh, yeah. yeah. Light skin was cute. She was. She was cute. She was. But I was about to say, I never played hide and go get it until they came around. Yeah. I never played that until they came around. Those was the black girls, the, the, the block girls right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where everybody knew them. Man. Shout out to them beautiful ladies, you know, if y'all see this. For sure. Nothing but respect for y'all. I was about to say, we didn't, uh, we had our hella saying names. I was about to say, we didn't get no last names. Feel so me? Man, good times. Good yeah, times. it was a lot of good times, man. In the 90s, nothing like it. Not at all. Not at all. And see, I try to recreate, like, I've noticed that about myself. And this will probably be another good little tangent we can go on. I've noticed that about myself, like, I, I've spent my whole, like, adulthood, like, like low-key, like, Without even like purposely like thinking that's what I'm doing, I spent my adulthood recreating my childhood, like almost like recreating mm. the vibe that I had in the '90s. Like I'm I trying went, to make it seem like it's still the '90s. Yeah, w- without even like I didn't set out to do that, yeah. but like in the '90s, I went to Valencia Park to perform an after school, performing a perf- it's a performing arts school, the arts. All I do is the arts now. I'm a cameraman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I edit. That's all I do is the arts. Um, like. I, I I married the girl that I met in the that 90s, BB. you know what I'm saying? Like, I still, like, when I, when I put my kids on the cartoons, they watching Recess, they watching Doug, Good they watching, you know what I'm saying? All You know what I'm saying? They they watching Home Alone, they, you know what I'm saying? They watching all of the stuff, and like, and I like bro, I have a Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus and all of that, bro. I, I go straight back to the stuff that I've already seen a million times. Because like, you want that feeling back. There's certain things in life that'll remind you of a certain time certain spot you know mm-hmm. certain certain year. i still listen to old music bro like if i'm not if it's not honestly bro and people are like when i took it back for real my nigga like 
We can get have you, you listen to Kanye's album while we well, before we get I don't mess with Kanye. I feel it. I feel it. I'm gonna listen to the album, but I ain't I ain't I ain't I ain't turned it on yet. Outside of Jay Z's four forty four, um, Jay Z and Beyonce's Everything Is Love album, Victory Lab, um, by 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 Nip uh, Blueprint. Blueprint I still Blueprint go back too. to. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is outside like I still listen to the same projects over and over. Yeah, me too. Like when something new comes out, I'll listen to it like, oh this was dope. It don't make it don't crack my rotation that I stick with all of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I my whole like adulthood I've been recreate like just all like and even when my when I'm not plugged up to the aux, I'm listening to ninety two point five, which is the OD station. True. You know what true. I'm saying? Like I don't do like I mean I'm all on on Instagram and social media and all of that. That's like definitely some 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 new age type stuff. You know I'm, what I'm saying? I mean I mess with a few new artists, you know, but uh for the main part I still slap <laughs> The 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying album, mm-hmm. College Dropout, mm-hmm. uh, Fabulous, Ghetto Fabulous and Street Dreams, you know what I'm saying? Like Cassidy, Jigga the Seven Figure Nigga. I still bump a lot of them cats too. Mm-hmm. A lot of that new shit just don't, it's, it don't, it don't catch my, my, my attention. Cause I think time's different now. It's like now everybody in their raps, they just want to talk about sipping lean, popping mollies, and that's it. And see, it's a few, it's a, and see, and that's like, it's just the top guys and then when you mention that you're a fan of those top guys people look at you like well of course you like that nigga like if you tell somebody that you like kendrick or cole they will be like of course you like kendrick or cole but these niggas really rap they really got lyrics they really got substance they're really talking about something mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i good kid man city is in that rotation i still listen to that and that's not from my childhood um that, that's in the rotation Cole is I actually like Cole more than I like Kendrick. I fuck with Cole. Um and Friday you know what? Friday Night Lights. It's not my favorite project from him, but that that still makes my rotation. That's like one of his older ones too. But but yeah, man. I, I when I noticed that about myself, um it was like a month ago and I was thinking about it like dang like in my whole life like like my parents, they always told me like you got an old so you an old nigga. Like yeah. first time I seen the Temptations, I was like, yo, I want to be one of these niggas. I'm singing all the songs, watching the movies nonstop. We used to watch that shit back in the day, all the time. Temptations bro. five part beats. My parents, my parents used to call me the Lost Temptation, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my parents used to call me the Lost. Oh, speaking of that, damn, I didn't write it down, but I did want to talk to you about it. About um, I'm glad I said that about the Temptations. I wanted to talk about like things like being super connected and you finding out about it late like i don't know i, I how much how, how do i want to say this mm. like has there ever been a time in your life where like something happened to you or you had a thought about something as an adult and it made you be like damn that's why i always did that as a kid or that's why i was into that as a kid or that's why this or you ever had a moment like that yeah, I say that to say because coming up as a kid, I, I was a real good football player. I played for good teams. I played for good high schools. Facts. You, were super you know what I'm saying? But I could never keep my grades up to go to like a big school or go to like a college. You know what I'm saying? So after I done my last year in high school, I did one year junior college, and then that was it. You know what I'm saying? I don't like doing. I don't like doing schoolwork. I don't like sitting in class doing the doing that kind of shit. So I feel like me learning the game was meant for me to be in a position to teach my steps on the game. You know what I'm saying? I taught him how to play football, you know what I'm saying? He was starting running back on the team, starting linebacker, going to the championship, one and all the shit. 
So I feel like that. And this was, is on a nationally ranked pop one uh, football team. This isn't just like little city. Yeah. This is like a nationally ranked football, like little league team. Go ahead. Yeah. So we was at El Cajon Valley. We won a D two championship. Then we switched to LT. And then that's when he won his his, his Super Q Bowl. They, they 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 won the state championship against his team from LA called the Cali Bears. They were just dominating, dominating, dominating. So I feel like my purpose wasn't to 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 go to the NFL. My purpose was to learn the game to be able to teach it to kids when I got older. That's dope. That's dope. That's dope. And see, I said it made me think of it when I um, when I said the Temptations because. And I actually wrote this down in my notes when I was like writing down notes for the podcast. And I accidentally like erased that note card and started a new one and forgot about that, but I'm glad I thought about it right mm-hmm. now. But um so I said the temptations. As soon as I heard like my I heard the song My Girl way before I ever saw the movie. But as soon as I heard the song, I'm like, I love this song. Like my it's a dope song. Call me a simp. I thought I always thought my girl was like the dopest song, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then Fast forward to like, what is it, like 98, 99, when the Temptations movie came out, and like I'm watching it, and like the whole, the whole thing, and like, I, I'm, and mind you, in our house, like as you know, but you know, Pops is a, he's a minister, so in our house, it was either oldies or gospel. It yeah. wasn't no current stuff from the 90s at the time, it was oldies mm-hmm. or gospel. And that was how I heard my girl from my parents just playing oldies all the time. You know what I'm saying? And then so I see the movie, um, and I had already seen the five heartbeats and I had loved the five heartbeats already. And my dad told me that the five heartbeats was like, they were like perpetrating the temptation. So I'm like, I gotta watch this. Like they mm-hmm. was like loosely based on the temptation story. So like, I gotta watch the real thing then. And so I'm watching the temptation and I'm like, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. Like I'm, I'm hooked on it. You know what I'm saying? And then I hear the song, my girl in the movie and I'm like, Oh dang, like these niggas make the song, my girl. And then, so, um, so this is getting into like stuff being connected. Um, so I always loved the song My Girl, and then the Temptations movie comes out, and it's like, to this day, it's my favorite movie that I've ever seen to this day. It's good. Um, the guy that plays Eddie Kendricks <laughs> went to church with my parents. Oh, yeah? In Long Beach. His real name is... one Eddie Kane? No, no, no. The one that played his name. Not Eddie Kane is from the Five Heartbeats, the lead singer of the Five right, Heartbeats. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Eddie Kendricks was the, the high-pitched voice in... The Temptations. That's his actual name. Eddie the one Kendrick. that the one that went to their house and was like, "Yeah, I want your son to be in this group." Da da da. When he went to the mom's house. No, that's blue. That's the dark. That's that's right. You're right. That is blue. So the two. Um, He's the darkest one. Yeah, skinny. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. like real like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but so he his name his real name is Teron Brooks. He actually like when you look at my parents my my dad's um, my dad like I said my dad's a minister the actual like first. Like VHS of his first ever sermon, mm-hmm. the guy that played Eddie Kendricks is sitting behind my dad in the in the in the choir section. Oh, He's what? Behind my dad in that video, like he act, like went to church with my parents. Um, so I'm like, dang, that's crazy. Like the nigga that played in this movie of like the group that I'm loving, and loving. He's you know what I'm saying. He went to church with my parents. That's crazy connected. You know what I'm saying? And then my my dad never met his biological father. Um, my dad's from Detroit. The Temptations Motown is obviously. Detroit, Michigan. My dad's from Muskegon, Michigan, but Detroit, Michigan, it's all, it's not close, but it's the same state. Mm-hmm. Um, when my dad's biological father passed away, we go to my granny's house in Long Beach because she was like preparing the service. Cause she, she was married to the nigga, like had a baby with him. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She's helping prepare the service. 
she's going through all her old stuff and she shows my dad a picture of his dad, my biological grandfather, and David Ruffin. What? The lead singer of The Temptations. So my biological grandfather used to like literally big kick it with David Ruffin, like while he was like the biggest star in the world. That's crazy. My grandfather used to actually kick it with David Ruffin. That's crazy, and that's your favorite movie. That's crazy. That's wild, bro. Not just movie, like group. Like I yeah. love the Temptations. Like they like boys to men. Yeah, they make good music. Good music. Don't nobody come come close to you know what I'm saying to to the Temptations. You know what I mean? Nah. Now, I, I thought of like when the funeral happened. I didn't think about like how like how crazy everything was. I just thought it was dope that like, I mean the dude to be real like my actual biological godfather niggas a scumbag like he ran off of my granny and my dad like right after my like my granny was pregnant. Niggas are real scumbags. So I guess I shouldn't celebrate the fact. You know what I'm saying? But like. Yeah. Just like speaking to how connected it is that like my actual like blood godfather was like good friends with David Ruffin. That's, that's dope. Crazy. That's crazy. That is. That's dope. But anyway, that was it, and I think I, that's enough tangents that's gonna come with me for today. This is a good episode one, man. This is a good, a good episode one. All day, man. We gonna, fun, we gonna have fun doing the podcast, man. We got fun. We go. Get get a few episodes deep. Start inviting some guests in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I definitely wanna um. Maybe we can just leave this table here, but I was thinking I want to get like like a coffee table to put right here. So like we got like some wine or we got some drinks. We could just, you know what I'm saying, had a, had a drinks right there. Mm, we could find one of those on offer up easily. Easy. I was already looking all, and I found one too, but the girl was like, this thing is heavy. So I was like, I don't want nothing that's dumb heavy because I already got to bring all the equipment and stuff. But you know what I'm saying? Well, we'll get, we'll get it figured out, man. And you, you finally flipped your hat on. I got I to tell the people we did not plan to wear the same hat. We yeah. Just, we just pulled up, but we got the same happened. hat on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> This was fun, man. This was something, man. I got, I got to shake your hand on that, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun podcast. Definitely, man. bro. From the Sandbox Podcast, man. It's episode episode one. one. My name is Mike. It's your boy D. We appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. All day. Be back. Peace.